It's Patrick Pump fakes now looking end zone and it's caught! Touchdown! Second of the day for Kasicki and number four for Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're listening to Coast to Coast with Michael DeFan and SoCal. Hey, it's SoCal and it's Michael DeFan. Hey, uh, what's, what's up, up, buddy? Hey, what's up, bro? Uh, what's going on, man? What, what's the good word today? What are we doing? Hey, what are we doing? Well, welcome, everybody, to uh, our very first podcast. My name is SoCal, and that's... Defends, number one, right here. Here we go. Let's kick it off. All right. So our first topic of the day, we're going to jump right in here. We're not even going to play. All right? We're going to get right in with number one, and we're going to talk about the the the... The albatross around the Miami Dolphins right now. We're talking about Tua Tungavaloa. Tagovailoa, baby. That's Tua Tagovailoa. All right, here we go. Okay. All right. So, what do you think, Mike, Mister Defin? What do you think that the Miami Dolphins need to do to draft this guy? Well, I think there's no doubt about it. Uh, after the Monday's good news. Um, Checked out medically. Everything's looking good. Looking on target. Ahead of schedule. Um, I think it's going to take that number two or number three t- number three pick, no doubt. How about you? I think I think that we need to give up a few. You know, I'm a gambling man, right? I've played the roulette table a few times. I think it's time that we roll the <laughs> dice here in Miami. What do you think? Right? All right, so do you want to get up to number two or do you want to get up to number three? Well, to be honest with you, I think we need to get up to number at least number two. If we can't go number two, it's got to be number three. All right, so at least number two. So you think a number one? Uh, maybe not number one, but we definitely no. need we definitely need to get up to two. I don't think I don't think the Bengals are in a trading mood. I think they're kind of selfish bastards. So I really do think that uh, the Miami Dolphins need to get up to that number two spot to tag and to play tag. Laser tag it is with Mr. Tongue of Aloha. <laughs> uh, all right. So, listen, if we get some number two pick, that would make me happy. I'd be calm. Um, I know we'd have our hands on either Tua or Burrow. All right. So, we'll touch base about Burrow a little bit later. But I would like that number two pick. I think we could probably get away with taking number three. Now, our, we're probably going to shoot for two first. Um, if Washington is stuck on Chase Young, then they're not going to move. And they're not going to move for us, and they're not going to move for anybody else. So if we can get in there at three, barring Detroit doesn't already have their heart eyes set on Tua, um, I'd be happy getting at three. And we know that trade and that move is going to be to get us Tua. I mean, I've got to agree with you. I mean, we're talking about a guy about last year, just before he got injured, for 33 touchdowns and only three interceptions. I mean, we're not talking about a scrub here. We're not talking about a one-hit wonder. We're talking about a lead 11, you know, not only a lead 11 champion, but a lead 11 MVP, everybody. He was an MVP of the lead 11. We're talking about the best quarterback in the nation of the Cubby. This guy came from Hawaii and was number 11 in the, in the, uh, in the competition and came back and won it and then got to be the MVP. We're talking about a smart kid. We're, we're talking, talking about, about a very, guy. Very smart kid. We're talking about a guy who stepped foot on campus in the SEC, the number one school in the country, Nick Saban, stepped on campus 
as a freshman and was the big man on campus right off the bat. This guy came to college ready to play. You tell me who could turn Nick Saban into a teddy bear. I'm going to tell you it's Mr. Tungalavola. Tungaviola. You know Tagaviola. Tagaviola. Tua Tagaviola. Get it right. Come on. We got it. Mr. Tua. All right, Dolphin Nation. What do you say? I say that is the guy. That's got to be the pick. If it's not the pick, what the hell are we doing here? All right. So if that's not the pick, say we do finagle our stuff. All right. A couple different scenarios. Say the Bengals secretly have their eye on Tua. All right. Say the Bengals at number one take Tua. Um, say we trade up to number two and then swap up to number one, and we have our eyes set on Burrow. Just say Burrow is our target. How do you feel about Burrow? I think Burrow's an absolute waste of time. That's right, <laughs> Dolphin Nation. I said it. Your boy SoCal said it. Burrow oh. is crap. All right. Me personally, this, this draft has been about Tua for the past 16 months. Um, last year, I was tanked for Tua. It was all about Tua. Um, so I want to leave this draft with Tua as a Dolphins quarterback for the next 17 years. Now, if we draft Burrow, if, if since he takes Tua and we get our hands on Burrow, I'm going to be okay because I like Josh Burrow. Would I rather have Tua? Yes. If we pass on Tua and take Burrow somehow, um, I'd be more upset we passed on Tua. But if we can't get our hands on Tua, listen, Burrow falling into our lap is not something I'd be upset about. He had one of the best years in college football in the last 20. Um, I think he's a stud. I love his moxie. I love his attitude. I think he's a mix of Favre, Brady, combined into one. I think he's going to be a stud, but I like two or more. All right. So here's a, here's a, here's my here's my breakdown of the two, you know, the two juggernauts going head to head. And I mean, break it down, so Cal. Okay. So 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 Tua versus Joe Burrow. Okay? okay. We got we got we got passing grades. For Joe Burrow, is 74.8, and for Tua Tagovailoa, how you say his name, you know he's my quarterback. It's 89% completion rating. It's it's not even it's not even close, guys. It's 66.7 for Burrow to 69.6 for Tua. Now this is including our our 20 or well not really 20, but but 2019 season. So the season we just had with all the records that he broke. That's what we're talking about. Touchdowns and interceptions, eight to three, and eight and zero or nine and zero interceptions for for uh, for Mister Tua. So we're talking about we're talking about a guy from Hawaii who really knows what he's doing on the field, guys. I, I don't really understand the Jer- the Joe Burrow apologists here who are going to come to me on the Twitterverse. And argue with me that this guy, five year starter, hasn't proved it for four, but on his fifth year he's gonna come and he's a grown man playing against kids and he's gonna destroy this guy too kicking <laughs> as a freshman. As a freshman, Mike Bob Finn, as a freshman and won a championship when they were down at halftime, came back, won the game, and people are gonna argue with me that that guy is not got the moxie of Doug Flutie. All right, listen, I'm going gonna, gonna to give you a little taste of Tua and a little taste of Burrow. Tua, to me, is a Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. The way he works that pocket, the way he uses his feet, his accuracy, the way he sees the field, I think he's a full package. He is the total package to me. He's, I, I think he's the most pro-ready, uh, the most polished 
quarterback to come out in the past 20 years, at least since Manning. He is elite. I don't think you could name me another one that has come out as polished, as the guy's a leader. Uh, his character, don't even get me into it. His character is unbelievable. He's just, he's someone we want to get behind. And never mind all that, this team, this franchise, this fan base, you know, we need something. We need something to grab onto. But all right, Burrow. Um, I think Burrow's a stud too, okay? Um, but I also think that all the stars aligned for Burrow this, this year. Tua got hurt. He was, his team, LSU, is, they're monsters. Uh, Tua goes down. Uh, spotlight on Burrow. And what did Burrow do? The dude came through, man. The dude showed up. And I'll give you that. I will give you that. I'm not going to say that the guy didn't look good last year because somebody had to fill the void. Oh, he looked better than down. good, SoCal. That's SoCal. Hey, he looked great. Hey, he had to fill the void of my boy Tua going down. I can't argue since with that. Central, I he looked good. Since the Central Florida Bowl game, Joe Burrow has balled out. Okay balled out. Since going back to the bowl game in 18, he's balled out. I'm going to give you that fact. He's, he's, not really he's earned He's earned to be a top two pick. He's earned that. He's earned that. So I think earning he, it needs to be, for me, My what I'm looking for in a guy, a guy is consistency. We don't need a guy that's going to come into the league and fiddle after one yeah. year. Yeah, but you know what? The thing, the consistency was not a huge, we don't have something, we don't have a book to read on him. But that little magazine, that little magazine was hot. That, those past 12, 13 games, that was consistent. That was just bang, 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 bang. You know you're getting four or five TDs. You know you're getting you're – just he, he gave a game all year. All right, listen, I'm not going to – I'm going to get him off now. Okay, see? I just got all, all off, off the Burrow horse. All right, Tua's my man. All right, so listen, if Burrow and Tua – I know you don't want Burrow, but if we can't get our hands on one of those, what are we doing? Mock draft time, everybody. Mock draft time. This is, if we do not have Tua, you know the guy's last name. I don't have to say it. That's my quarterback. You heard it here from SoCal and Michael the Fifth. I'm sure he's going to have something else to say other than I do, but I'm still going to speak from my heart, guys. Still going to tell you what I think. What I think, if we do not get either one of those guys to pick. Now, don't, are you saying don't get? Sorry, are, we, are you saying don't get as – they go previous, or we pass on. How how are you going to react? Which way is going to be? You know what I mean. The, the where I'm at right now is if we do not draft Tua and we do not get Burrow, it was mm-hmm. said we pass both of the guys. Who is going to be the guy? I want to hear what you think first. Me? I want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll I'll come in with mine. All right, I'm going to give you this. All right, so if if we miss out, okay, if we can't get up to two or three, and uh, Burrow goes one, boom, go on. Um, Washington stays, they trade, whatever. Detroit takes Tua. We can't get up there. They're in love with them, you know, whatever it is. We're stuck at five. What do I do? Justin Herbert, there's been 20, like I said before, there's been one Tua taken in the last 20 years. There's been 20 Justin Herberts, 30 Justin Herberts taken in the last 20 years. I want to swing for the fence. And swinging for the fence right now, it's not Justin Herbert. So I'm a no on Herbert. Uh, I like Fromm's game. I'm not going to go first round with Fromm. Um, love intrigues me, but do I love him enough to take him? No. So what would I do? Man, it's impossible to even think about. I'd probably load up in this first round, um, running back, uh, 
O-line. I might take a crazy shot on, like, Judy at five. Um, and I'd probably just ride 50, uh, load up in free agency, which we'll talk, talk about. And I guess see what Rosen got to offer, bro. You know what I mean? I hear you. I tell you who I'd get if we don't if we do not draft a quarterback at five. I'm going Mike in, Micah Beckton, O line, Louisville, six seven, three hundred sixty five pounds of pure man. I want that chunky monkey on my O line. That's what I want. If we're going if we're going where we keep our first round picks, number eighteen, I'm gonna go Steal me a quarterback right there because I think that's the place you need to go pick up uh, Jordan Love. You need to go get Jordan Love on that number 18 pick. That's the guy you got to solidify with that number five pick. It's got to be a hit. You cannot miss on that five. So how do you how do you pass on Micah Becton, O-line, Louisville? I can't even bring myself to say another quarterback getting drafted in 2020 on the Dolphins besides, besides Tua or Burrow. I, I can't even spit that number 18 love out of my mouth. I can't do it. Okay, so here's the question I have. <laughs> I can't do if, it. If, if we don't draft Burrow, we don't why draft we Tua. Why, why are we torturing ourselves right now? Okay, so here's the question. Here's a question that I want to ask you, Michael DeFin. This uh, is coast to coast. You're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast because I'm in SoCal. And I want to <laughs> ask you. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot. I want to ask you, what percentage do you feel right now that we, the Miami Dolphins organization, in front of the whole Dolphin Nation, do you think that they're going to pick Tua? What is you your gonna, body you're, you're, you? you're asking me the question I should be asking you before I ask you the question. Is that what you're doing to me? Okay, so then I'll answer the question. I'm going to tell so, you right now. So, hey, SoCal, what's the odds Tua Tagaviola gets called to the podium by the Miami Dolphins at 2, 3, or 5? Give me your odds right now. I'm telling you right now, it's 100%. Take it to the dead, <laughs> put it, put on your mini skirt, and let's cha-cha. Let's go, Well, then baby. why did you just waste your time reading me a mock draft with Beckton and who else did you give me? I was, Love. We were talking about – look at here, buddy. We were talking about if we didn't get either one of those guys. That was that oh. was the that was the that was the topic. All right. If but we in don't your get mind, either one of the guys, in your mind, it's 100%. You just gave me 100%, so it's done. I should go it's buy the done. jersey, get the tattoo – it's done. Get the tattoo, put the tram mm-hmm. stamp, do it all, baby. It's time to all go. Right, I, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you Tua. It, it's tough to have confidence with this team. We, I've been a fan. I'm 42 years old. I've been a fan for – been watching them for 35 years. It's tough for me to have confidence. Oh, it's tough. All right, so the odds of Tua – what does my heart tell me, my gut tell me, the whole com- you know, the whole combination? I, I think he's 65 – Seventy percent at best going to be a dolphin. So you're they're not dolphin. totally you're not totally in love with this dolphin organization, believing that they're going to do the right thing this time after twenty five years. There's a chance the Lions can take him. There, there's a chance the the Raiders go up there and grab him. There's a chance the Colts can go take him. There's a chance Carolina can go take him. There's a chance any one of those teams could get up there, make a move, and go after him. Detroit may scare me the most. That franchise is dead. They're going nowhere. Stafford is past his prime at this point. He's at the tail end, the last 30% of his career. He's never won a playoff game. He's getting paid big bucks. The city don't love him. They're not tied to him. I could see them going to it. Now, see him going to it? I give it a chance. I give it 20%, 25%, 15%, 10 whatever it is. I give it a chance. 
I give it a chance. And I give it a chance that someone can go up there and just blow one of these teams away and just, you know, offer a first this year, another, you know, a second this year, a first next year, a third this whatever, whatever it may be. I hear you. We've seen right, crazier Pat, things. Come on. I, we have, especially the Dolphin fans for as long as you ha- have and I have. It's, it's been it's kind of a doozy, and I'm sure the rest of Dolphin Nation listening out there knows. It's been Heartbreak City being a Dolphin fan for a long time. You know, it feels like it feels like it's just about to come out and uh, no premature. Hey, put it back, it, it died. Time to take your little blue pill. That it's negativity been, is hard to shake. And you know what been, else? I can see what is, I can see Tua being available at five, and I could see them calling a name like Herbert Love. That would just stab it right in my stomach and just twist, twist. I hear you. I hear you. All right, it's time to move on now, buddy. Now we're going to move on to free agents. Who do you think? The Miami Dolphins should sign in free agency. You tell me the name and tell me why. All right, so uh, this is this is tough because are we talking who do I think will sign, who do I want to sign? It's, everything with this team is all over the place. Now, we know we need a running back, right? Um, yeah. I want a big boy. So going back to the draft quick, if we were to draft a running back, I like Taylor out of Wisconsin. I know you like Taylor, too. I like Swift out of Georgia. Um I like the kid Edwards out of LSU. Um, I like Dobbins. I like to get a young back. But if we can't get a young back, you know, who doesn't want the big boy from Tennessee? Yeah, I would agree there. You know what I mean? But he's going to want – he's probably going to want Zeke money. So we're talking $15 million, you know, a $90 million contract, 60 guaranteed, 65 guaranteed. He's going to want the big money. Um. I you know I, I wouldn't mind a guy like Philip Dorsett um, spotting him in in situations at receiver, um, you know on on the line. Uh, Bulaga is that, is that the guy from Green yep. Bay? Uh, yep, Bulaga. Costanzo um, from uh, uh, Indianapolis. Um, now, now, how do you feel if the Miami Dolphins go into this go into this free agency? Yeah. And they plug some, plug, plug some of these holes that we got on in the offensive line. We go ahead and we sign a couple sure, you know, guard from uh, from Washington, and then we go and we go grab the the good old boy over there from uh, from New England, and Tony. How do you feel about that? What if we grab two two Patriots? What if we end up grabbing Illinois to be our our our, our, our DN? Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. I would rather fill O line in free agency, spend their money that way, get the proven guys, get the men, not get some boys we got to develop. See, I'm with the thinking, I, and I want Henry. Um, I would love Armstead uh, from from the Niners, uh, Shaq Barrett. Um, you know, we got the needs on edge. But I want to sign guys. I want to sign men now. We have the money now. I'm not looking to draft a quarterback. I'm not looking to draft two and say, hey, 2020 is – uh, you know, we got to pass. I want to go for it. I want to go for it with Fitz. Um, I want to get the guys in place. We got a lot of talent. We're eager. You know, what are the Jets? What are the Bills? You know, what what are the Patriots right now? You know, I want to go out there and start to win. I want I want the winning mentality, the program. I, I want it now. Okay, so Fitz has shown he can do that. And and if two is there to watch and maybe pop in end of the year. Um, I'm all for it, but I want to win now. So I don't want to go in for agency signing guys thinking, hey, guys, want to come play? We're building something. No, this shit's getting built now. Come play, come win now. 
I, I mean, I have to agree. I say Derrick Henry running back to be 26 years old. Looks very, very uh, intriguing. I think Dante Fowler Jr., Los Angeles Rams O-linebacker, uh, he's 26. You can get some youth in there at, at positions of need. And I think we have, you know, what do we have this year? We have a $98 million, the most in the league. A lot of money. Spend it wise. A lot, a lot of, of money. To go blow. So let's get it done. All right, Why? ladies and gentlemen, well, this is, this is going to be the end of our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. Follow myself, my name, SoCal, SoCal on Twitter, and that is... Dolphin. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, Dolphin Nation. We're out.